On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, we head north, way north, to Fort McMurray, where Baseball Canada will be hosting a trio of events in the next few years. Welcome to episode 90 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. Some exciting news for our province, courtesy of Baseball Canada late last week. With the cancellation of the 2020 National Championships at all levels, attention has now been turned to planning events for future years. And the national body announced the border city, Lloyd Minster, will host the 13U National Westerns in 2021, while Red Deer will get the Men's Nationals and Fort McMurray gets the 18U National Championships. Fort Mac will also get that same tournament again in 2022 and then the Baseball Canada Cup in 2023. One of the people behind the efforts has been Fort McMurray Minor Baseball Association President Kevin Breen, who joins us as the first guest this week to talk about what went into it and also the growth of the game in the northern Alberta city. Kevin, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Joe. Let's start off with that announcement from late last week where Baseball Canada said Fort McMurray is going to be home to three major events. What's gone into the planning from your perspective to make sure that that becomes reality? Yeah, you bet. So actually it was a... The announcement was new last week, but uh, we already had three lined up because we were originally supposed to host the 2020 Canada Cup this year. So what happened is now that 2020 Canada Cup is coming back here in 2023. So we're still lined up for three. Uh, and the work going into it, uh, I guess it, uh, it's been going on for a while. We've got some great partnerships here with Fort Murray Minor Baseball, we're partnered with the uh, well, the regional municipality of Wood Buffalo for one, but also the Regional Recreation Corporation. And if you guys have ever been to Fort McMurray, you know of McDonald Island. Mm-hmm. And the Regional Rec Corporation is kind of the driving force that that looks after the events and and does all the stuff through McDonald Island. And we partnered with them back in. 2015 the first time and started the bid package for the 2016 Canada Cup and that was kind of the big one for us it was you know if you go back a little further the stadium opened and somebody said man now we got this stadium what are we going to do with it and the regional rec corporation kind of said well let's let's figure that out so first one we did was Canada Cup and then once Baseball Canada came and saw what we had it honestly got a little easier from there, Joe, because before they left, they kind of said to us, like, what do you guys want to do next? Mm-hmm. And when you have facilities like that, and, and we're fortunate because not many communities have that those types of facilities. And I mean, Shell Place is one thing, but our Ross Henniger Park is, is not bad either. It's right up there with one of the best in the province. You mentioned the different ballparks, but I wonder what's changed over the last few years to make Fort McMurray so front and center for a lot of major events like this. No, well, it actually has a long history of hosting national events. Uh, back in the uh, 90s, early 2000s, when they were still affiliated with uh, Little League, they were hosting some national events at that time. And then it, it kind of went away, baseball, and you know, Baseball kind of faded a little bit. If you remember the 90s, everyone was playing baseball baseball because the, the Jays were actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then for a while, they weren't. And uh, and numbers faded. 
and, and we've been kind of slowly rebuilding. I've been involved with minor baseball with Fort Murray now for 14 years, I think. And the first year I was involved, we had just over 300 kids playing. And last season we had nearly 800. So it's been a, and the population is, it might be less than it was then. It's just a different type of population we have here now. And it's quite nice. I've talked to a lot of people in baseball circles lately who have really said, hey, look up at Fort McMurray and pay attention to all the growth that's been happening there. What's led to that growth in your community? Well, I mean, I think there's a few things to contribute back to. And I like to think it's because we do a good job running a program. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think there's more to it than that. Uh, we we have full-time baseball staff, uh, one uh, is Andrew Swaggers right now, but in the past we've also had Lou Pope uh, and Reggie Brevard started it off uh, way back. And just having that baseball person around kind of started to create more passion. You know what it's like when baseball guys are around. Everyone wants to talk about baseball, and it's a passionate game. And, and when that passion starts to spread, everything else kind of looks after itself. It must mean a lot when you have former players coming back to be coaches or to hold clinics, that kind of thing, to really show off to the young players out there that, hey, there is a future in this sport if you go through this program. Oh, Joe, that's that's huge. To me, there's nothing better for your program than, than a little bit of success. And that doesn't have to be for the teams within the program. You know, I mean, obviously that's that's great too. But if your players are getting opportunities after your program, then I think you're creating opportunity for them. And uh, you go back to our team 2018, uh, we had, I think, seven, eight kids graduated, and seven of them went off to, or, or went off to play college baseball, whether in the U.S. or uh, in Western Canada here. So that's that's not a bad success rate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and obviously one of those things, too, where it's the snowball effect, right? Where all of a sudden those kids keep getting better and better and then they keep coming back and it keeps kind of uh, snowballing from there. 100%. And you know what? And you, you hit it there earlier, too, with the Giants. I mean, I think the, uh, the success of the program that we already had was, you know, I think the Giants is a side effect of that. And then essentially we benefited from them coming in. So it's the more baseball there is in the community, the more people are talking about it. And as long as you're doing a good job with it, it'll continue to grow. At least that's the way we feel. Have you found yourself trying to manage expectations? Because you don't necessarily want to go into things with a really high expectation and then fall flat. At the same time, you don't want to set yourselves up for just flat and then not really actually trying to go after any kind of growth. Yeah, we we always try to keep our expectations low on our growth, and but we got a pleasant surprise in in 2017. After, well, I mean, everyone knows what happened here in 2016 with the fire mm. and the kind of the exodus of families and and lots of different things going on. So we we were just around 500 in 2016 before the evacuation. And in 2017, our numbers blew up to 670. So we we weren't sure how to how to even read into the numbers because we we were projecting 15 to 20 percent less, and ended up getting you know a 30 percent growth. So it was 
substantial. You mentioned the fire just a short time ago, but I mean, you've just dealt with the flood. You've also had to deal with the COVID-19 pandemic. I mean, how challenging has it been from your standpoint to try to keep the momentum going, yet also realize that there are factors bigger than yourselves? Yeah, well, I mean, the whole world is going through that one, so that's it's tough to say how it's affecting us. But uh, I can tell you that uh, our board, Fort McMurray Minor Baseball, has we've had, I don't know, four or five uh, Skype meetings already. It's We're still working to figure out what we can do and, and rewriting some policies and procedures and presenting to municipal government. And we, we want to be able to offer our kids something. And not because, you know, selfishly we want baseball, because we honestly feel that people want baseball yet. So we're going to keep working until they tell us it's What do you have on your wish list to make sure that that growth continues year over year over year? Uh, So I mentioned that we have a, you know, kind of a program director, a baseball guy that works for us, uh, Andrew Swaggers. And uh, I mean, we still have him, even though he can't physically coach players right now. We're we're trying to stay connected to our membership by doing some instructional videos online and he's also working on development things because one coach can't work with 800 players so in this downtime we're gonna hopefully uh, do some more coach development stuff he's doing some online things with coaches so we'll grow our our number of coaches because you can't have 800 players without you know a few hundred coaches and to bring this conversation full circle, we go back to some of those major events that are going to be held. I mean, that's got to do a lot for the growth perspective because now all of a sudden there are kids who might have been on the fence about playing baseball, now all of a sudden reaching for those bats and gloves and hoping to get onto the field. Absolutely. Uh, and the Giants are doing the same thing, right? If you, if you can go to a baseball game with your dad when you're six, seven years old and you see baseball and you're, you're I mean, your dad enjoys it, and and you kind of, you kind of gravitate to what your what your parents are doing. So if your parents are out there playing slow pitch and going to baseball games, then that's the kind of things that that kids want to do. They they want to be like their parents. So that's not a bad thing. The Giants have have definitely been brought a, a high level baseball to the community, as well as our, our events have. If you think back again, 2016, we hosted. Uh, the Canada Cup. So we never got back into town until sometime in June, July. And so in, then we hosted Canada Cup in early August. So it was uh, it was something that we didn't, we weren't sure if we were going to be able to do it, but we said, okay, well, we got nothing else going on. So let's do it. Uh, McDonald Island Group and the regional, regional corporation was great. And uh, it was kind of the you might say it was the only show in town. So uh, that might contribute to the growth that we saw in 2017. And then because it was successful, why not do some more? How excited are you for the future of baseball in Fort McMurray? Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. Like uh, my, my two boys are almost done. Well, mine, mine already, my oldest guy already is done minor baseball. He's moved on. Uh, my youngest guy, Jordan, still has a couple years left. But uh, I don't have any plans of going anywhere. I mean, baseball is kind of part of who I am now. So I'm excited to see continued growth. i got nieces and nephews that are coming up through the system as well. And uh, it's I don't know if there's a better place to hang out really than a baseball diamond. It's, 
exciting times for sure. Exciting times indeed in Fort McMurray. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast and sharing a few of the stories. You bet. Thanks, Joe. We also thought we'd check in with one of the Fort McMurray products who has taken his talents stateside. Max Poole has spent the last couple of seasons pitching for the Mars Hill University Lions. This year, the 6'3", 200-pound right-hander had made five appearances for the NCAA Division II school, posting a 2-1 record with 13 strikeouts and 12-plus innings of work. We got to know the sophomore a little more in this conversation. Max, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Let's go back to the very beginning here for you. And how did you get into the game of baseball? Uh, my dad started me off at a pretty young age. I remember playing catch as soon as I could walk. He had a glove in my hand. I was always throwing a baseball around. And uh, they always wanted to keep me busy with sports. So they always started me off with baseball in the summer and hockey's in the winter. And I just naturally grew, had a love for baseball. And I continued with it throughout my career. It's kind of funny that way, is especially given you're up in Fort Mac. It's not like you have a massive uh, summer baseball season anyways. And so was it difficult in the beginning to, to kind of get into any kind of rhythm with baseball, given that you only have, you know, four or five months before you're back into the depths of winter? Oh, yeah, it was definitely a difficulty growing up because you had to do some indoor practices and that really restricted you. But I don't know. It kind of it kind of made baseball a lot funner because you didn't have to worry about playing it for 12 months, so you didn't get overexposed to it. And uh, you had five prime months of just playing as hard as you can with a great group of guys, and it made the love for the game a lot more special. Talk about that crew that kind of came up together and, and has continued to play ball at not just uh, minor baseball, but right up through college. Yeah, but my, by our high school year, we all kind of grew together as a group, and we all played together for plethora of years and uh we all kind of had that same passion we wanted to make it to the next level we wanted the we wanted to show that Fort McMurray players could win baseball games and baseball Alberta leagues and uh by my grade 11 year we finally had our first 500 season in a couple years and we started to get really good and by my grade 12 year we were a team to be reckoned with in the baseball Alberta and I think that just goes to show of like all the coaching and all the efforts put in by coaches and the players to show that just because we're four hours north of Edmonton doesn't mean we can't show out at baseball games. Did you ever envision when you were younger that you might be able to play NCAA Division Two at some point down the road? I always thought it was like a dream. I never knew it would become reality. It never really set in until uh, I'd say my grade nine year when uh, I had some baseball Alberta scouts talk to me and they told me I had the talent to be pretty special. And that's when it kind of set in that I need to focus a lot more on developing my talents to get looked at by division, by NCAA scouts. Was that tough to kind of navigate? Because obviously here in Alberta, we're known for, for hockey first, probably football second, and then it's everything else. And here you are kind of bucking the trend and saying, listen, I'm going to put everything else aside and we're going to give this baseball thing a try. I, I never really put everything else aside. I was still I was still in baseball and basketball and volleyball, but I always knew that I needed to really focus on baseball, but still re- get my remain athletic, remain an athlete. I was always an athlete first and a baseball player second. I would say, and I think that actually helped me throughout my career, being more athletic than a lot of other kids. Instead of better baseball talent, I was more athletic than other kids, and that really helped me and getting scouted by coaches. They just told me how great of an athlete I was, and I think that's what really helped me compared to other players. Who do you credit when it comes to that side of it and being able to kind of guide you through not just the high school area, but also going through college as well? 
Uh, I'd say Kevin Vereen. He was, he really kind of took us, me and his son aside. We were, me and his son aside and Quintassi, we were really developing better than other players. And he kind of took us aside and said, you guys have a shot to go somewhere and then be an example for younger kids to look up to and say, hey, we can make a baseball career out of living in Fort McMurray too. You don't have to go down south to Okotoks necessarily to get looked at. What landed you in Mars Hill? <laughs> That's it. I posted some videos of me actually online, and uh, the assistant coach, uh, head coach right now, Hunter Bryant, he texted me and said, uh, we'd love for you to come up and take a visit and throw a bullpen for us. And I said, okay, yeah, sure. So I went up there, took a visit, threw a bullpen, and they said hey, they loved how athletic I was. They said they loved, they loved the potential I had because coming from Canada, I never threw a full year, especially in Fort McMurray. I never played a full 12 months of baseball. And they said – you have the potential to be very special here. And uh, I was in love with their facilities and their program. And I said, I want coach. I want to be a line. What's it meant to you to have been able to be a part of that program over the last couple of years here? This is life changing, man. You, like being a kid from Fort McMurray and then moving to Mars Hill was a culture change in itself. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm blessed with all the experiences I had to get to go through moving all the way there and being taught by so many other American baseball players and seeing how many other, seeing another country, how many baseball players that they even produce too, seeing like all the talent levels that aren't just in Alberta, but in the East coast of the United States, it's eye opening for sure. What's been the best part? Uh, just the camaraderie with the guys I met down there, you know, they took me in. I was a pretty shy guy and they, I think they knew that and they, they took me in. They made sure I was hanging out with them all the time and, we definitely grew as a group, and we're ready to take on the SAC conference next year. So take us back to about a month and a half ago or so when the season gets put on the skids. Where were you when you found out that uh, you weren't going to be playing baseball again this this spring? We were on a bus trip back from a game, actually, and uh, the schools closed down for two weeks saying that they're going to go to online classes. And we all kind of figured after that that uh, – the baseball season got canceled. And when we got back the next day, we had a team meeting and our coach broke the news. And uh, it was really heartbreaking, man, seeing all our seniors cry, knowing that they just played their last baseball game ever. And uh makes you really feel for all the older guys on the college teams who might not get a chance to play baseball ever again. One of the things that I've heard from a few different guys is the fact that it's, it gives you a new perspective on it, makes you want to enjoy it just a little bit more. Oh, yes, 100%. I'm not going to take anything for granted anymore, you know. I think I think next year is going to be really special with a lot of guys seeing like how other players had their last opportunity and they're not going to, no one's going to take anything for granted anymore. It's going to be all out for the next couple of years. So what was it like having to head back to Fort Mac? Did you end up doing the drive? Did you fly back? How did that all play out and who did you do it with and what was the the trip back like? It was a painful trip back. I had to pack everything I could in three suitcases. I got my roommate to drive me to the airport. Had to scramble to get a flight home. Finally got one home. Got home with three suitcases. Had to leave a lot of stuff behind that my roommate put into storage for me, thankfully. But, uh, yeah, it was a painful trip back home for sure. What goes through your mind as you're flying back? Because you just don't necessarily know the full extent of what all is going on in a world that is seemingly ever-changing every single day. Yeah, I was... I really was unknown to what was going to be the situation back home because 
the situation in, in like Florida and close to the North Carolina was getting pretty bad. So I thought living in Fort McMurray would be fine because we were pretty isolated, but it made its way to Canada and, you know, changed everyone's lives for, forever. Well, and not only that, but especially up in Fort Mac, then you have the, the whole situation around flooding as well. I mean, it hasn't been an easy few years here for your community. Oh, yeah, man. People up here have gone through everything, even with oil prices going down, the economy is going down, and then the fire four years ago, and then add on top of the flood that just happened. I think it just goes to show how resilient the Fort Mac community is. And I know you love to give back as well. I, I've seen that you've gone back to do some coaching at the younger levels. I mean, what does that mean to you to be able to give back to the community when you are back home? It means everything, man. Like, they, they put a lot of effort into to, to me when I was a kid. Like, we had a whole bunch of volunteers helping out. And I just wanted to let the kids know that, like, people are here for them. They want, they want them to succeed in whatever career path they choose and that there's people to talk to, people to learn from. So I always, I always thought I needed to give back to the community just like other parents and coaches did for me when I was a kid. How cool is it from your perspective to watch your town get put on the national map like it was earlier on in the week when Baseball Canada says, hey, Fort McMurray is going to be hosting a bunch of different events over the next two or three years here? It was great. I mean, I got the, we got to host it my grade 12 year, and it was, it's a life-changing, man. The atmosphere of a national championship game in Fort McMurray at Shell Place, it's it's spectacular, and I recommend anybody to come watch or experience it, especially for the younger high school kids. It's it's definitely a life-changing experience. What's it like from your perspective to be able to pitch at home, whether it was for the Giants or whether it was in that tournament, or just to be able to be back in the bright lights of something that is so familiar to yourself? I'm, I'm very fortunate for it, actually, because a lot of kids in Canada have to play summer ball still in the States and I'm fortunate enough to come back home to a great atmosphere from the Fort McMurray community. We get lots of fans every Giants game and it's it's great knowing that when you got to go out the pitch you have thousands of fans cheering for you every day and it's it's definitely a great experience that I'm very grateful for. Out of curiosity was your plan this summer to come back and play with the Giants? Yeah, it was, but unfortunately, it's, you know, it's mm-hmm. been delayed, so. Kind of wait-and-see approach, and speaking of that wait-and-see approach, just like every other ball player, I assume you have a few different contraptions at home, trying to keep yourself uh, motivated and keep yourself in shape. What all have you been up to over the last few weeks here? Yeah, I built a pile wall in my backyard, so I've been doing weighted ball programs. I have some weights in my basement that I've been attacking to try and get a big as of a pump I can get in to keep my weight up, and... uh just trying to do any little small thing, whether it's going for a jog, going for a bike ride, just anything to get out of the house, really, and keep active. When it comes to your advice for fellow Fort Mac kids who are thinking about playing baseball, what would that message be? You just got to stick to your gut, man. You got to you got to find out what you love. Whether, even if it's for base, especially for baseball players, there's not a, you're not going to since we're, even though we're five hours north, you got to realize that. People find talent no matter how far it is. And if you're talented enough and if you put the work ethic in, people will find you and people will make sure that you get to the next level. Final question for you. As I always ask to end off these interviews, what does the game of baseball mean to you? It means everything, man. It's a it's a second family, you know. Every time I go to North Carolina, I'm always I always get homesick, but the second I get there with the team and the boys, it's immediate comfort level i'm immediately know that i'm in my second home that i have a new group that i can rely on 
hang out with, push to win games, push me to get better at my own level. And it means everything to me, man. Baseball is definitely life-changing for me. Max, appreciate you taking some time to share your baseball story. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Thanks to both Kevin Breen and Max Poole for joining us this week, and thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. We're incredibly grateful for you turning to us for your baseball fix. We'd also like to take a moment to tip our caps to our sponsors, the Okotoks Dogs, Dogs Academy, Western Canadian Baseball League, and the Vauxhall Academy of Baseball for being great teammates. Until next time, thanks again for all of your support, no matter the platform of Alberta Dugout Stories.